some shit I wrote about when I was broke. See the power of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said that I Hey, what's up guys? This is Steve and you're listening to Golden State of Mind, the podcast where we focus on mindset and improving our future. Welcome back guys to another episode. Hope you guys are all doing well and you had a great 4th of July weekend. Hopefully none of you guys got sick. Hopefully you guys all had time to hang out with your family, your friends. You got to catch up and do a lot of things that we normally have not been able to do for, I don't know, the past year or so. But um, yeah, it's been crazy up and down with everybody getting sick, not getting sick, masks, vaccines, all this stuff. We're super divided and everybody has an opinion and people don't know how to take other people's opinions without it becoming personal you got all these people arguing and fighting with one another because some people are vaccinated some people aren't vaccinated some people want to wear masks some people don't want to wear masks everybody's just frustrated and over it but you know what we have to work together and you should be open-minded about whoever it is however it is and what they believe in you know do what works for you uh For me, I'm not vaccinated, and I don't have any intentions on getting vaccinated. Um, Young, I'm healthy, I'm okay. If I get sick, I get sick, but my goal is to just protect myself and be safe. I have my reasons, and I choose not to, and that's okay, because it's my body, and it's what I choose to do. Uh, If I don't even like to drink alcohol, I don't like to do any drugs, I don't even like to take regular pills like aspirins and stuff for headaches i've never had a flu shot and so why would i be in a rush to put another shot in me that's not guaranteed it doesn't protect me i can still get sick it's not fda approved and it's still brand new and fresh and you have no idea about side effects that's my perspective so i have no desire to take this vaccine do i shame other people absolutely not do i call people dumb for doing it absolutely not If people want to take the vaccine, they're more than welcome to. It helps. It makes people feel comfortable. It helps people feel safe. If you have underlying issues, if you're around people who may be high risk, by all means, do it. My mom has a vaccine. Everyone I know that's an elder around me has their vaccines. That's cool. Whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable, you should do it. If you feel comfortable wearing masks when you're alone in your car, by all means, do it. Because that's you, that's your life, and that's what you choose. You should just always wonder and ask, why are you doing these things? Is it because someone told you to do it, or is that how you feel? So everybody's always all over the place with this topic, and I just thought I'd share where I stand, and just how you should treat other people about it, you know? Like, there's no, we can't be friends because you're not vaccinated. You can't come hang out with me because you are vaccinated, and all this drama and bullshit that people deal with. If there's other people out there that don't agree with me, that's okay. That doesn't mean they have to hate me. That doesn't mean they can't listen to the podcast anymore because they don't agree with one decision that I make. There's lots of things that we all do that are different. And it's okay to have different opinions. It's okay to have different perspectives. And it's okay to have arguments, disagreements, and debates. Because at the end of the day, we all don't have to be exactly the same. 
And that means when we don't agree with something, that doesn't mean we have to fight with one another. We have to unfriend each other and we have to go all out and be dramatic and make it such a big deal because it's so personal. It's not personal, you guys. Don't take things personal. Don't let it get to you. Don't let it ruin your day. Move on. Focus on yourself. That's the biggest message that I could share to you guys. Don't let these things get to you. So I'm going to talk to you guys about a topic that everybody has a hard time dealing with, and that is called constructive criticism. Nobody likes to be criticized. Nobody likes constructive criticism for the most part. And they always take it personal. They always get offended. They always get mad. A lot of times if you point out a flaw in somebody, they just deflect it and then they start to point out your flaws your mistakes so that they can defend themselves to justify why they are the way they are or what they're going through however you look at it nobody likes it because they feel attacked that's what it comes down to at the end of the day i'm gonna try to share with you guys some ways on how to properly give people criticism in a productive way this works for people who are you know, overweight or underweight. This works for relationships. This works for businesses. This works for artists. Everybody and anybody can deal with this topic. And anybody and everybody can improve and become better at this topic. The better you get at this, the more you're able to grow because you become open-minded and you are willing to hear other people out versus shutting them down and thinking that they're haters or just being upset and mad and ruining friendships that don't need to be ruined so let's check it out and let's break it down i'm just going to use my work as an example i do a tattoo it doesn't come out the best one of my coworkers says hey steve you know what you could have did this better those lines aren't the best your shading's too dark you should fix it instead of me hearing them out i get mad i get upset i argue back well you're not even that good anyways who are you to tell me what to do i make more money than you i'm more booked up than you My tattoos are better. I have more followers. Whatever the excuse is, I'm trying to justify why I shouldn't listen to that person giving me the constructive criticism because I took it personal and I'm offended by it. That's how most people are. When you talk about their outfits, you call them out on their weight, you call them out on their performance, whatever it is that you're pointing out. And it turns into an argument. It turns into a debate. Even if it's husband and wife, you point out something. Hey, honey, you didn't do this. Well, you know what? You didn't do that. So why are you telling me what to do? It turns into these back and forth arguments that don't resolve anything because the person doesn't want to hear what you have to say. They're trying to justify their actions and why it's okay or why you may be worse. And that's how they justify how they feel. Everybody has probably done this at some point in their life. That's normal. I've done this and I've learned from it. And so in order to be able to give a proper constructive criticism to help somebody out that's the overall goal you're telling them these things to try to help them not to hurt them not to put them down not to lower their self-esteem not to belittle them your goal is to point out the problems and the weaknesses so that they can improve them so that it doesn't happen again that's the overall goal when you're pointing it out to your significant other your coworker, your teammate whoever it is So when it comes to tattooing, the way I share constructive criticism with my coworkers and other people around me that I work with is there's three different ways. One, I always point out what they did good first. 
I let them know their strengths. That allows them to put their guard down and that allows them to hear me out and know that I'm not coming at them in a disrespectful way. I'm not taking it personal and I'm not trying to belittle them. I let them know the positive things that they did. It was a solid tattoo. The design looked great. You did solid black work. All your black is saturated. All your line work is solid. It looks great. Then I point out their weaknesses. This is the constructive part. I'm pointing it out not to put them down. I'm pointing it out so that they learn from it so that they can improve. So I say, you know what? Your shading looks kind of rushed. It's kind of choppy. It's not as smooth as it could be. You went a little bit darker, so there's no contrast. If you went a little bit softer, you went a little bit lighter, the tattoo would look a lot better. It would heal better. It will age better. These are the reasons why I'm pointing it out to you so that you can be aware of it. You can agree or disagree. We can talk about it. But this is what my perspective is on how the tattoo could look better. And that's the overall goal, to share with them so that they can become better. And then lastly, what you want to do is if you had the opportunity to do the exact same tattoo, how would you do it differently so that it could be better than the one you did? So those are the three steps on giving constructive criticism positively. What they did good, what they did bad, and how they can do it again to improve. And I'll share with them, you know what, if you went a little bit bigger, you would probably be able to fit a little more details in this area. If you move this flower and put it in this location instead, it wouldn't look too crowded. There's always ways you can improve things and make things look better. Nothing's perfect. Nothing is flawless. There's always room for improvement. And just like me, I do a lot of Japanese tattoos. A lot of them are all similar designs. Koi fish, dragons, tigers. You can only do them so many different ways, so many different times. And my goal is to always do a tattoo differently than the last. And I'm always trying to improve. I'm always trying to learn and grow and one up each tattoo. Now, by doing that, I have to constructively criticize myself. And most artists are the hardest on themselves. They pick apart their work, they hate it, and they are never satisfied or happy with it. And as negative as that sounds, it's also a positive because that forces us to always want to grow and be better and want more. But we have to also be aware that what we did is okay and it is good. But there's always room for improvement. Always. Even when you're the best, there will still be room for improvement. So my job is always to look and say, you know what? This is where I put a koi fish. Maybe I can put these flowers in a different location i could do one in front of it i could do one behind it above or below i could add waves here i could add waves there i can put negative space and lines cutting through like there's so many different ways you can rearrange it and it's it's pretty much a puzzle that we put together every single day and our goal is to always try to make it fit the body and look well at the same time giving everybody a custom unique piece That's the hardest part, is making the customer happy along with ourselves and still trying to grow and improve. Think about all the times that you've ever given anybody constructive criticism. Your intentions are always good. You want them to do better, but a lot of times it's the delivery that messes it up. 
The way we deliver it, the way we present it makes people feel offended. It hurts people's feelings. It makes them feel a type of way. And then that can cause drama. That can cause them to be upset with you. They may not even like you. They may not want to work with you. They may think you're being negative. They may think you're being a hater. All these things come into play. And that's because people take things personal. Once we realize that it's not personal, they're not attacking us, you can put your guard down and be more open to hearing it. And even if you don't agree with them, that's okay. I can have another coworker come up to me and say, Steve, you know what? I don't think you did this the best. I think if you moved it over here, if you rearranged things, it would look a lot better. That's their opinion. I don't have to attack them. I don't have to argue back. I don't have to do anything in a negative way to respond. All I have to do is say thank you for your feedback. I'll check it out. I'll take it into consideration. I appreciate you pointing out these flaws that you think I have. I'll work on it. Thank you. And everybody's happy. The conversation ends. We move on. They feel good because they tried to help you out. You feel good because you didn't get into an argument. There's no drama. There's no chaos. And everybody hears each other out. And that's how people grow and that's how people improve. Usually at work, it's not as severe or dramatic. A lot of times, the the damage is done with friends and family because that's where you are the closest with the people at home and you become a different person at home how you talk to strangers usually is a lot nicer than how you talk to your family members because you're more comfortable with them so you can have the attitude you can be disrespectful you can be rude or talk negatively or call them names because that's your family and you have a comfort with them you know that there's nowhere they can go because you guys are stuck together and if we can change that and try to focus on talking to our family the same way we talk to strangers in a respectful way the communication makes so much more sense and people actually hear each other out and you're able to fix things and end up having better relationships you know this is something i do with my wife a lot of times my delivery isn't always as best if i'm irritated or upset i can get loud or i can name call and in the earlier days of our relationship, you know, it's easy to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Are you stupid? Why can't you get this done? You've done it 10 times. You still don't do it right. What the hell? I have expectations, but my delivery is disrespectful and rude. And so because of that, you get into an unhealthy relationship. It's unhappy and you start to resent one another. You disagree and nothing gets resolved. The problem's still there, but now you have more problems that you got to deal with. So what me and my wife did was we had a meeting about how we communicate with one another. We weren't happy with, with how we were growing and improving. So we tried to fix the weaknesses that we had. And that's by setting boundaries. And in, in order to do that, we said, you know what, like when we're in a disagreement, when we're constructively criticizing one another about our weaknesses, don't take it personal. Don't name call. Don't say anything disrespectful, no cussing, because these are all triggers to elevate the argument and turn it from speaking to yelling and yelling to being disrespectful. And then now you're no longer hearing one another. All you guys do is see red and you're just bumping heads and just going at it. And that fuels the negativity that causes all the drama in your relationship. And the goal is not to have the drama. The goal is to fix the problem so that it doesn't happen again and you can improve and you can do better. 
I'm sure everybody has been in that scenario. I'm sure everybody has hopefully learned from things like that. And being aware of it and hearing it from somebody else, you can probably look back at yourself and realize, hey, I've done that too. But you don't realize it when you're doing it because you're in the moment, you're in the emotions, and you're just going. But once you take a step back and you see other people doing it or you hear about it, you realize how foolish that it could be. So remember those three steps whenever you're giving constructive criticism. And then let them know how they can maybe improve it or how they can fix things. You should never point out a problem if you're not offering a solution. Otherwise, it's just nagging and complaining, and nobody likes that. So always find a way to point a solution if you're going to bring up a problem. If you guys are able to learn anything, I hope you learn to not take things personal. I hope you learn to help others in a positive way. That's the goal, to listen to this open-mindedly, learn some new things, and try it out with ourselves, try it out with our family and the people around us. If, if we better off our communication, we can better off our life, and we can improve so much more. Communication is something we can always work on. It's all about delivery, guys, and every day we're learning and improving. So focus on your delivery and when you're helping people out. I hope you guys get some value out of this. Make sure to share it with friends, family. Make sure you are leaving a review on iTunes. And for those who say they don't know where to find us, remember it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Thanks for taking the time, you guys. I will see you next week. Golden State of Mind.